Hello. How are you doing? You feeling okay? Uh, that's nice to hear. Or not. Depending on your response. Anyway, it's me. The voice of Cheap Show back once again to apologize for Eli's audio. It's a bit crap for the first 10 minutes because Eli could not be bothered to check his settings. I mean, it's fine, but it's not great. Luckily, it's just for the first 10 minutes. You can put up with that, right? Of course you can. That's why you're brilliant. Right, let's join Paul and Eli, they're just about to start the show. You know what, Eli, I am an observer, observer... You know what, Eli? I can't speak for fucking shit. You can't speak for shit. Ah, la, 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 la. You Eli. can't speak for shit. Yes, yes. I'm an observator of people. Oh, fuck it. I didn't even... Observator? Take it from the top, darlings. Okay. One, two, one, a bit more. One more. Just from the top. Okay, Here. one more time. Okay, this one's, for, this one's for keep. <clears throat> you know what, Eli? I am an obs- I'm an observer of men. <laughs> Right. Oh. Oh. Uh, what I'm going to say is not going to be anywhere near as no, funny as this fucking mouth. It's not, it's not fart. none of this. None of it. You're an observer of men. Yeah, and from I bushes, noticed that when bushes, when you have from when you, from a shed from your shed have you got a special hole a special slat that opens to watch men out of? Go, oh. I have my peak slat. Yes, <laughs> my peaky slat. <laughs> right. What? What were you going to say? Did you mean men uh, as in man, mankind? Doesn't matter anymore. I was going to say when you take your inhaler, it's it's unusual to watch because it looks like someone stabbed you at the bottom with an ice cold dagger. You, you go, <gasps> like yeah. That. Well, it's a technique that I've developed over several years of using the damn thing. You know, just makes you look like an idiot. Well, I don't do it in public. That's all. I don't do it in anyway, public. Don't anyway, ask, asthma shame me. Asthma shame me. I'll ash, asthma shame you. You can't speak. You need to have a cup of coffee or something and get the mouth working. How about a bit of a warm-up? Get How the about mouth... we do a mouth warm-up? Let's do You follow me. me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. E-wa-woo-wa-woo. Yeah. It, no, follow me with your mouth. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was going to do something good at the top of this show, but no. All right. E wah woo wah woo. Now what are you going to do? Now go pick a 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 pick Right, good. Now try. I'm an observer of men. Eli, yes. I'm an observer of men, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, and what? Yeah, it was a terrible thing. We can now move on. So what's your opener going to be? I was just going to go, hi, it's Eli Silverman. It's time for Cheap Show again. Hello, here's Paul. He's also the host of Cheap Show. He's back in the room. Cheap Show, yeah. Here we go. You ready for the show? I am. Ooh. 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 Just like that. Something like that. Yeah, no, I think that's spot on. I think okay, we can just start with that. Yeah, get the music going. So, no, 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 now you do it. Now you've run it past me. Now you do it again. Oh, right, sure. Exactly. Word perfect, exactly the way you did it last time. Or oh, I'm scrapping it. Okay. I'm sorry, whatever that is, what you're doing is not the intro to this show. No, it's not. But this is. And then you link in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. (laughs) I'll do it now. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Go daddy, people love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. 
So, Mr. Silverman, yes. uh, I, I enjoyed our live broom cupboard-esque soiled variety, spoiled variety performance. Uh, it was soiled variety, wasn't it? I can't remember. I think I called it spoiled and then soiled and, and then and back to spoiled. Both, both names not working for me, really. Well, you know, you don't have much of an input in Cheap Show as a rule. And so uh, I just go ahead and do what I like. But you could change that. I mean, the, the name wasn't the best thing about it, was it? No, but the name wasn't the bit I was most proud of. What were you proud of? I was proud of, even though it was a bit ropey, I was proud of how we did the microphone setup and the, the technical stuff and the cams and the and, and, and the button pressing. And that will improve, won't it? So if you were... I can't guarantee that. You know that. Well, from my end, I'm constantly working to innovate and improve the service I provide. Okay, so what ideas have you got if we do another one? Which I think we should do. Some people have said we should make it monthly. Uh, yes, well, I think that's a good idea. And um, I've got some distinct ideas, and I'll just... Um, they come under two headings, yeah? Right. There's uh, soft nusslage, um, right. pickle waters, three headings. Soft nusslage, that's heading one, yeah? There's a whole yeah. sweet, there's a whole tranche of ideas under under that, okay? And then you have... You carry on, mate, because I've mentally checked out already, no, so you do what you got to. The second thing is pickle waters. Pickle I've been there, it's a lovely little village. <laughs> pickle waters, and as you can imagine, there is a, a literal... There's a tranche a mile wide. Stop yeah. saying tranche <laughs> when you mean when you mean like variety of ideas uh, yes, within the, the inherent concept. A, a tranche, if you will. Stop <laughs> saying tranche. And the third, <laughs> the third, yeah, is uh, bollock oil. Well, I, here's what I've learned. You came up with two things just then, <laughs> but you said three things. So you desperately threw a third thing on the end, no. which was, and well, I'm repeating it back to you, bollock oil, Mr. <laughs> Silverman. Well, you'd be totally wrong, completely. In fact, bollock oil is what I started with, and I wanted to bury the lead on that one and put the bollock oil at the end. I don't want you to the... bury the lead on bollock oil. Ah... <laughs> oh. But yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a little bit of fun. We should do it again because I like the idea of maybe look, reaching out to other um, content creators and saying, "Listen, we're going to do a kind of late night broom cupboard cheap show show, and we'll play your clips and help promote whatever it is you do." Fantastic idea, and I think that's always it makes it much more fun to watch if you're watching this. The it's like a TV show, isn't it? You go back to the studio. And um, we were talking about maybe some some roving reporter type stuff in the future. Obviously, yeah, I'm not leaving my house, but uh, yeah, the little videos we can put in of our own accord. Oh, Eli, I like this more and more. So, yes, if you're good. interested, you did miss it, dear listener. It is on YouTube now. It is called the Cheap Show Spoiled Variety Performance 2020. Although that name will be changing. Have you got anything better, Mister Silverman? Bollock oil tranche. No, fuck off. <laughs> Bollock Oil Tranche should be the name of your like album. Yes. <laughs> uh, another good thing about the stream... Whatever if you were, by called... the way, going to become a singer, just call yourself Jacob Silverman. It sounds more folksy. Jacob Silverman, yeah. But I'm not a folksy singer. I have nothing to yeah, add to that. You've got nothing to add to nothing. 
It makes nothing. Well, then, yeah. if you add nothing to something, is it still nothing? No, it's whatever you, the something was is still there. But you've There's added not- nothing to it, so how yeah. is there anything extra? There's nothing extra. Oh, no. Because you've added nothing. So is the weight of it different? Why would the weight of it be different if nothing is added? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see what sentence would set you off on a little rant, and that was the one. <laughs> Twat. Right. Another thing about this dream, yeah, um, it was a very rare public appearance from the Cheggers. Oh yes, Lord Cheggers, Le Cheggween, mm. uh, who uh, who made it, and so did his spiritual father, Keith desiccated Keith. And then there was even a love song about Keith. Was there? I can't remember. I was stoned out of my mind. Great, lovely and professional. Excellent (laughs) stuff. Well, what have we got coming up on today's show, Mr Silverman? Well, there is. In a few short moments, Paul, there will be the first bespoke source report uh, on Cheap Show. I've got some sources. I'm going to go through them. Uh, there's that, and then I, I don't know. That's it. I've come. I've, I've come. Fine. <laughs> In that case, it'll be a short episode where Eli Silverman eats some sauces and then leaves a sticky load of bollock oil all over his hairy tum tum. <laughs> what else is coming up in the show, though? Well, um, all I'll say at this point, Mister Silverman, yeah. is that there will be an alarm that will go off once I introduce the segment. Okay. Serious. Basically, I've got some. Top tips for staying happy. How about that? How about I, 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 I dangle the dangle it like that? Okay. Well, I've got. I'm always up for tips for staying happy, Paul. You know me. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. It, well, could, I've got some tips. And also it? at the end, how many tips? I, how many tips? Twenty-five. Now that could be could be described as a tranche of tips, couldn't it? No. You know what would be a tranche though? <laughs> Here's a tranche. There'll be a tranche of all the bad ideas you've ever had for this podcast. <laughs> Eli, throw the switch, light the bulbs. It is time for the source report. Source report. Hello, welcome. Hello. Source report. Thank you. Hello, welcome to Source Report. Hello. A segment of its own. Because it deserves that stature within the cheap show uh, mega structure. Thank you. It has grown to become its own segment. It has become a man today. My segment grew this morning when I stroked it down and. <laughs> Your segment. <laughs> my chunky segment. The thing is, when you say segment, it feels to me in my head that you're describing your penis by comparing it to a trivial pursuit wedge or something. <laughs> Uh, I think more of a segmented sausage, you know, the way that they are... Well, like those ones that Wimpy used to sell that were severed and curled into a bun. What were they called? Chop sausage. Were they called the big one or something? They were called Yeah, like something the... like that. It Wasn't it? The big it's blaster. It's a big long wiener, yeah. sliced in a way that it could curl in on itself. Well, no, I don't think the slicing was what allowed it to be curled in. It was shaped like that. That's what the traditional Cumberland is shaped like that as well. Yeah, but it wasn't a Cumberland, was it? It was just some kind of weird hot dog sausage that had slices in. I know, but the slices were to make it cook on the griddle quicker because it gets the it, the heat into it. No, there was yes. definite slices. There was def- definite severage of sausage. Yes, the severage was to help it cook. It wasn't... It didn't it make it... It did not... You, If you are claiming... You know if you're, fuck all about sausages. Well, hang on. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Sausage report. No. I will. Do, I'm going to look at wimpy sausage. I'm not discussing sausages with you. Wimpy sausage. I'm and, looking it up. And it's you know, happening. And you know what you will find? You will find that... Mate, the, 
Oh, look what I'm going to show you on Zoom, you fucking twat. <laughs> what? How about this? I know look at it, this. I know it had look. those cuts. I'm just... No, ugly. you look. You look. All right. Look at the camera. I'm showing you. What are you seeing? Yes, they has those slices to help it. But you're telling me it wouldn't have... No. The... Are you telling me then if they didn't slice it, they, they, they wouldn't put it in a burger bun? Otherwise, they'd put it in a sausage roll, wouldn't they? They'd it's put curved. It in a bloody... It's curved already before the slices. It's not. Well, we're going to have to agree to differ on this. No, we're not differing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> sausage report. Pork Gannon knows his sausage. What was it called, though? Uh, that that burger with the sausage and an egg in I'm it. I'm gone. It says pork bender. <laughs> yeah! That's better than I remembered. I'll have a pork bender. Where would you like it? <laughs> oh, I went out to the pork pub last night and I had a pork bender. <laughs> now I've got a pork hangover. Yeah, I have a pork bender. I had my pork goggles on last night. Oh, dear. Now, <laughs> we're here, Paul, in all seriousness, to talk. Hang on. And that's the end of The Sausage Report. Thank you. Thank you. But we are here, Paul, to discuss... It's not going to be a new segment, by the way, within The Source Report, The Sausage Report, just to say that. Okay. Yeah, well, no, it might be one day it might grow its own wings and become a beautiful segment of its own. I've just, I can imagine a sausage with wings now. I'm frying without <laughs> wings. <laughs> right, right. We've got three distinct mini segments within the source report today, Paul. I'll be tasting Let's some sauces. Let's crack on. Okay, so firstly, we are looking at some pizza sauces. Now, nice. pizza sauces you get with your pizza. Some They try and charge you, but then often they'll just throw them in for free. And there doesn't seem to be any hard and fast rule about that, does there? Well, it's always chive and onion or whatever. It was cream and chive. That's always the one they give out free. Oh, really? So you think there's a hierarchy in what, what they'll give out? Yeah, because think about it. There's always a, It's always an effort when you have to ask for barbecue sauce. You know what I mean? You kind of feel like you're, you're out of place yeah. <laughs> suggesting it. It's like, there you go. Here's your, here's your pizza. In the corner, there's your sauce. It's sour cream and chive. Fuck off. And when you go, uh, do you have any uh, all barbecue? You know, there's two people behind going, oh, just take it and go. And I feel the stress. And what if they don't do? And then the awkward conversation comes up of that's 20p extra, but yeah. I've paid by card. Have you got to pay tw- yeah. 20p by card now? Oh, Eli. But that's what I mean. The whole awkwardness. Just give me sauce. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to have to fucking play a game, a guessing game with you about whether I'm going to have to pay for the sauce or not. Just give, give me, me the- sauce. Yeah. Or give me death. Yes, exactly. So these are, I've got two examples here of Pizza Hut's sauces. Right. Um, now, what I like about pizza sauces is the garlic and herb because you don't find garlic and herb in many other contexts. And it's a sauce I think works with a lot of things, not just pizza, basically. It tends to be a sauce just for dipping because yeah. it's either crisps or pretzels yeah. or pizza crusts, you and know? It, you don't have it in a salad. You don't have it no, but you could. really with a main meal. You could. And you know what garlic and herb essentially is? It's ranch, Paul. It's ranch under it's, a, a it's British... Piss. It's not well, well. I'll be the judge of that when I taste it right now. So, Paul, it is flavourless piss, and I think it worsens a crust. You don't like garlic and herb as a sauce. As as God is my witness, I do not. Okay. Well, I'm going to taste Pizza Hut's offering right now. It's in a little square tub. Uh, yeah. And um, it's got a green green flap coating. Yeah, green flap on the top. And it's got one of those ones you have to break it in the corner and get it up, and it's like my 
fat, chubby little fingers are struggling with it. <laughs> so. Well, it seems like you don't need me anymore for this podcast, Mr. <laughs> Silverman. You've learned your lesson. I'm off back to heaven. Ooh, now there's a very strong garlicky huff coming off that. Woo! That's a good sauce, mate. Um, now, you may ask, Paul, Eli, how are you tasting these sauces? Just straight bare back, straight on the tongue, out of the pot? Or are you using some kind of neutral medium to deliver the sauce into your mouth? It would be the latter, and I'm using... <laughs> Funnily enough, I wasn't thinking of asking that question. Matzos. Jewish flatbreads. They're, they are literally just flour and water, so there's no taste going to interfere with the enjoyment of the sauce on this, okay? Right. Uh, so let's just have a little taste of uh, the Pizza Hut garlic and herb. It's yellowy. There's been a bit of water retention on the top. Very sweet. Uh, One day... You'll be describing a sauce, stop mid-sentence, and just start crying. You know that. <laughs> it's insipid, that. Sweet and insipid, but with a sort of oily garlic flavour. Really terrible. Terrible. Really Whoa, bad. What a letdown. I've really... From one to the other. Uh, t- uh, and the second Pizza Hut is another dipping sauce. It's their hot one. Now, Oof. they say it's hot. It's not. It's going yeah. to be a disappointing morass of sugar flavors, isn't it? Basically, well, Sugary. we often say, don't we, that we have a we have a, a palate that likes hot, hot, hot. Whereas that might be suitable enough just for your common or garden Joe Madam on the street. Yes, and why pretend though that you like it hot when you don't actually? You like it the opposite of hot, not hot. Now I've opened it up. It's got quite a nice uh, sort of color. This hot sauce, very deep red, looks like hot sauce. You smell it. It's got a very weak vinegary smell. There's no no spice coming out of you. Just the vinegar substrate. I'm going to guess this will be sweet and insipid, like the garlic and herb. Well, go on. Oh, very vinegary. Oh, that's disgusting. Awful. I mean, it's got some hot. Just vinegary? Has it got any flavour? It's got... No. The only flavour it has is some sugariness. Sweet, hot, vinegary no, nonsense. It's got, yeah, you've got the tartness of the vinegar hits you, and then you think, oh, is there yeah. flavour? No, there's a sweetness, sickly almost sweetness, and then give it a couple of beats, and the sort of the heat hits, and there's heat. I mean, you can, it's not, it is hotter than I expected it to be. There is some heat there. Is it an aftertaste kind of heat rather than an immediate heat? Yeah, it's a it's a burner, slow burner. But what I think you want for a for a hot sauce for a pizza, especially, is is it for this segment to be over? No, because this segment has barely begun, my friend. I know. <laughs> so yeah, terrible. I don't know what they like from other popular pizza places, but those were both fucking shit, man. Really bad. Now from the profane to the sublime, because we're moving on to. Um, some sauces made by the world king of sauce manufacture would have to be Heinz, wouldn't it? I mean, uh, I suppose got... Heinz to the Kellogg's of sauce. They have types of sauce, thousands, literally thousands of varieties. What sauce do you think they don't have? I reckon they don't have smegma and anchovy sauce. They're, that is because that is not a real product. I reckon they do a sauce called placenta and pomegranate. <laughs> I would eat that. Yeah, right out the uh, fucking scooper. Only if it's horse placenta, though. Horse placenta? <laughs> no, I only gave her ten quid. Right, so... <laughs> what? <laughs> right, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks that makes sense, but I'm not going to look into it too much. It doesn't, it doesn't. Right. Because it just brought a little joy. Now, I've got three Heinz pots here 
Paul, you sourced these for me. Can we just get I a do. little little bit of background on these uh, these three sources, please? Well, uh, sometimes I take a particular route to work that uh, allows me to go past a number of high street fast food restaurants. Ah. And in this instance, it was a Burger King. And I got the whole range of their sauces for fries. And I can't remember what they are, but I'm sure you have them in front of you. I do. So why don't you tell me what I got you? Now, going from most common to least, we have barbecue sauce. You like barbecue sauce, then? On fries, yes. Sometimes it's nice. Now, I wonder what they if that's what they call barbecue sauce here is what they call barbecue sauce like in fast food restaurants in America. I think there's like a universal understanding that it's that barbecue it's that sauce stuff. is that smoky brown ketchup. Essentially. S- yeah, yeah, ketchup. Okay, so that's the first one, and then we have. <laughs> Creamy honey mustard. Ooh, yeah. Creamy honey mustard. Now, that would be nice, I think. Ooh, Again, bit... for, for dipping. Because the, like, the Burger King chips are a little bit different than McDonald's. They're slightly thicker, a bit more crunchier. They take to the sauce a lot better. Well, don't, don't you remember? They relaunched their fries. About... That, was, that was like the 90s, though, wasn't it? Was it? No, it wasn't yeah, that. I think f- so. It was about 10 years ago. No, I it was only it was ten years ago, ago. They went, they relaunched them for crunchy. Get the fucking phone do, out. Do 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 <laughs> fries report. Here we go. Get the phone when out. When did Burger King? I oh know that's I've wrote bedoing bedoing Burger King <laughs> change their fries. Does your text uh, text per, uh, per, uh... and he's out right. <laughs> Burger King, the second largest fast food. Does your predictive text what? go bedoying bedoying? Like the No, it's just oh. that it was just the way it came out of my uh. thumbs. Right. Burger King, the second largest fast food chain in the country, is changing its French fry recipe. Yes, the French fries will now be thicker, crispy, and hotter. And the report that the last time they changed it was in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, but Oh, that was from twenty eleven. Yeah, told you. T- about ten years ago. Like I said. Yeah. They're raising their game to compete with companies like Five Guys and In and Out. But that's America. That's yeah. America. Well, they happened here as well around the same time. Did Burger King change their fries? Oh, <laughs> they did. Yeah. I don't, well, listen, you I know don't... what, Mr. Silverman? What? We'll agree to differ. No. Do, 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 do. Fries report. Fuck off. Right. And then third. So we've got creamy honey mustard. But I've never, yeah. I've never actually tasted creamy honey mustard before. I imagine that it will be almost like a mayonnaise mustard, which is would mm. be a good thing in my book. Especially with mm. bit, with a bit of sausage or something. Get on with it. And lastly, another one that is a common source, but it's new to me as a Heinz variety, sour cream and chive. Sour cream and chive. Well, not my favourite, but you're right. I don't know many Heinz flavourings of that type. As a Heinz, that's quite uncommon. And I'm, I'm a bit regretful that I have to break into it and uh, besmirch it because it's quite a rare piece. And it is, uh, as, yeah. as we... Talk. It is mint on card. So <laughs> you can't have sauce mint on. Card. I can't. What? I can't have sauce mint on card. You can't have sauce mint on card. <laughs> I fucking can. Right now, Paul, are you telling me that these were the only three sources available? Surely they had ketchup and. I mean, not yet. They had ketchup and stuff. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, I love it. I wrote read two separate post today that had the person was trying to write the word surely but it had uh, predictive texted them as surly get on with the sauces <laughs> right okay so i'll be tasting these burger king sauces burger king give you mayonnaise that's another big thing that they try and uh, one up mcdonald's with 
Because you go into McDonald's, they will not give you mayonnaise. No, they, they won't. They will they don't not. They're fucking problem is. No. <laughs> they will not. They, they don't know what their fucking attitude is. And they took vinegar out of their restaurants as well, didn't they? Yeah, mm. but that made sense. I'm just opening a new packet of matzos, my friend. And I've got a good long strip of dipping matzo. There you can see. There's the... Uh, how, look at my matzo, Paul. Right. Oh, yeah, hang on. I'll look at your matzo. There you go. I forgot I, was, I could see you. I'm waggling oh, the matzo. Oh, it's a nice flat bread. Yes. Now, barbecue sauce. You like. What context would you like barbecue sauce in? Maybe with some sausages. Uh, maybe pizza. With you fries like it pizza because you said that scenario where you were asking for it at the pizza place. Yeah, pizza sometimes, but that's mostly because I'm absolutely fucking sick to death of sour cream and chive okay. sauces. You just don't like those white sour cream. It just sauces. seems rude to go. Here's your pizza. Here's some fucking sour cream and chive, and I'm thinking. I'm never going to eat it, so I'd rather you don't have it. When I offer to swap it out, it's like it's a big fucking deal for them, and it's just like, oh, I'm not going to feel bad for this. No, fuck off. Give me the sauce I want. Right, so yeah, I'm going to taste some barbecue, Heinz barbecue. Very smoky, very smoky huff on it, and a good colour, as you'd expect from the people at Heinz. So, uh, I'm going to... Uh... God, I hate this segment. <laughs> mm. Oh, very sweet. Good amplitude, though, compared to other... Barbecue sauces I've tasted, they're the they're the yeah. they're the kings of amplitude. Heinz, nice and rounded flavour, very sweet. But I think it's supposed to be sweet barbecue sauce, isn't it? It's supposed to. Be, I mean, I, yeah, it's supposed to be sweeter than um than ketchup. Yeah, but I think just you get cheap. God. <laughs> you get cheap shit ketchup, and it is as sweet as that. But that is like there's a difference. So moving on, uh, Heinz creamy honey mustard. Have you come across this before? Go on. I have come across all creamy mustard before, yeah. Right. All over some honey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very funny. I've splashed my creamy mustard yeah. all over some honey yeah. before, mate. Cre- Don't you worry. Creamy honey mustard is a good euphemism for spunk. So. Don't exist. <laughs> this has got. <laughs> this has got quite a solid looking sauce. It is spoogy, for want of a yeah, better word. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I give a solid sauce. And it has a very uh, salad creamy um, smell. This I mu- like it. It's meant to be mustard, but it's very salad creamy from the odour. And also, What's your opinion on salad cream? I like it. Sorry. I like it. It's a good sauce. I like it. No, I like it. It's nice in a sandwich like the millennials want to do, if they want to do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do, but please, do not change the name to sandwich cream. It's, it's just more... There's something more... A redolent of the 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 air of spunk about that that title, sandwich cream, I doesn't don't know. it? Sandwich salad cream. cream also sounds pretty rude. No, if you salad cream it to be. is good. Salad cream's fine. Salad, you're safe with salad cream. Sandwich, sandwich cream. cream, like, hello, would you like a sandwich? Shall I put some cream in it? Cream, oh. sandwich cream. Sandwich. Would you like some of my bread splash? Yeah, exactly. Uh, would you like baguette, dippy baguettes? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like uh, to me to slowly, slowly push a baguette into your mouth? <laughs> oh God! Right, I'm going to taste covered in Mars sandwich cream. I've dipped, Paul. I've dipped in the honey. Also, it's got little bits. I wonder what the bits yeah. are. But why has it got bits? What kind of bits are they? Solid or little or dark more viscous? Bits. Little dark bits, like little bits of pepper. Oh, maybe it is pepper. Oh. Mm. What? That's good. The creamy honey mustard from Heinz. What would you have that with? Anything you'd have salad it, salad cream with, because it is essentially... A dressing. Yellow salad cream. Oh, there you go. It doesn't taste of mustard at all. It's very <sighs> sweet and just salad creamy. That's a good How one. is this what our podcast does now? 
How is this? How desperate are we? We're not. This is important news about Source coming straight to the people. Right. Don't make it sound like some kind of Lenin-esque fucking manifesto. Now, Paul. What? Uh, if you see any more of those honey mustards, uh, I'd suggest... I'll pick them up. Pick them up. Right, last of the uh, honey... And the last of... In this segment of the Source Report... No, there's this whole thing. This whole pot. This is 20 minutes this long is, already, and I'll be pot. fucked if I'm going to donate there's, 40 more there's to the whole rest of your poultry... Pu- don't... It's yeah, fucking... Mate, yeah, I'm putting mate, my foot down. Oh, yeah, right. I'm putting my foot down. Just your foot want sourcing on? What? No, I just want, mate... I oh, just yeah. want you to recognise this is the last in this segment. All right, fine. But that just means there'll be another Source Report in the future. I'm already coming to terms with this okay. decision. Okay. So, last source we'll be covering today's source report is the Heinz sour cream and chive. Now, I love a sour cream and chive, Paul, to the extent where I'll go and buy an extra one if I get something at McDonald's, even if I don't have a dish that comes with it as standard. I will get it extra on purpose to dip my chips in. That's how much I love their sour cream and chive uh, sauce. And how does this stack up? Let's find out quickly. Let's see how Heinz stacks up to theirs. The McDonald's one is the one I like. Right. Good uh, good texture. Creamy. Fluffy. <sighs> how can sauce be fluffy, you twat? It's a bit, you know, it's like um like um a, like a blancmange, you know, like um it's gelatinous, mate, not fr- Frothy it's or a bit foamy fluffy, or... a bit fluffy, foamy, fluffy. like you know no. when you you do a, candy floss is fluffy. Well, just a bit sort of airy, you know, like slurry like. Mate, it's a, a poor analogy. No, it's not. It's about Come imagine. On, move on. You're imagine... losing it. You're losing this segment right away. <laughs> Come on, it's falling apart, mate. Imagine you do an ecstasy tablet and you yeah. have a a pint of very nasty Guinness on top of it. While you wait to come up, and then you go to the toilet and you do a shit. That's the that's the texture that I'm talking about, right? Everyone will know that foamy poo texture, the bum bum. No, no bum. one. Not when you say everyone, not everyone's taken LSD. Then had it's shit. It's not LSD. Oh, for M- fuck's sake! Fuck whatever you. acid. Everyone's whatever doobie gonna be doobie drugs. You take. Everyone's gonna be writing in, going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had the foamy shits as well. So no one, and if they do email, <laughs> I'm gonna delete them. Oh uh, fuck off! Right, uh, the huff on the the Heinz uh, sour chive and cream, sour cream and chive, not great. Yeah, I remember talking to your microphone. Not when great. You talk, that's <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what I'm talking into. You can't see me. You can't control me. I can right. judge by the distance of your voice from this call. Okay, I'm back on the mic. Sorry. All right, I'm gonna eat this. Tastes like salad cream. Oh, that's not very nice. That, oh, that's no. not very Hines good. have dropped the ball. They really have there. That's the worst of the three. It just doesn't... Well, there you go. just doesn't taste right. That's that segment done on a, on a massive letdown. Um, and on uh, next edition of the Source Report, we have a bespoke pot of sauces, or pot O sauce, um, which has some uh, interesting things in it, and I'll be tasting those. Thank you very much. I can't wait until I edit that out of the next episode we record. Fuck you. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you think Eli should carry on doing the source report, please remember to keep that opinion to yourself. (laughs) You bitter. Either an email or Twitter. Eli. Yes. This is the worst segment of the show. No, it's not. It is. It's great. Everyone's going to love that. No one is going to love you listening to... Piss poor pots of sauce. Listening to sauce, was I? <laughs> you were listening to the sauce, people. I right, will. Whatever. Right. We're moving on. Okay.
Eli. Yes. I have brought you here under false pretenses. Have you? What? You thought we were making another edition of Cheap Show, and I lured you in with the promise of a source report, and you've had that now. I have that source report now. You have that. I have that. But unfortunately, I now have to open the box with the big red button and violently and with some impotent rage, I fire off the (laughs) null alarm. Null alert! Null alert! Null alert! Edmonds. The Edmonds has returned into our lives once again, mainly because. Mainly because I was thinking, you know what? What's he this been up lockdown, to? Has he been up to up to something? Has he been doing something? What's he been doing? Nah. <laughs> he's not up to much no. as far as I know. Do you think he's um he's behind this whole outbreak in some way? No, 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 no. <laughs> we all know Noel's a puppet for Steve Wright yeah, now. So. Okay. Well yeah. What I think's happening is Noel Edmonds is currently in his underground lair where he has a bank of TVs and monitors. Yeah. He's trying to absorb the internet, is what I think he's doing. He can't be stopped. He can't be. He can't be stopped. He can't be. He stopped. can't be reasoned with. He can't. He's be. a entertainment machine, and he won't stop until you've heard some shitty anecdote from Barbara in Suffolk. <laughs> yeah, God, he's awful, isn't he? Yeah. He's little. Anyway, what? Why? What we're doing today in our no alert section is. Um, I was looking through his book, Positively Happy, that we've uh, mentioned briefly in the past. <sighs> and because it's a bit tough at the moment, what with the lockdown, yeah. I thought, who best to give us some advice on being positively happy than Noel Edmonds? I mean, he's, yeah. I get the impression he really is happy. He says he's happy. He convinces himself he's happy. He's happy. He's happy. He seems happy, yeah. But at night, he lies there in bed, unable to get an erection. <laughs> And just violently smashes a plate onto the floor before bed. <laughs> Why is he Greek or something? No, he just he just has a stack of plates, and every night he looks sad, grabs one, and just lazily throws it on the ground, and it smashes. And then he then he then, he, then he, only then can he sleep. Is his wife Greek or something? No, there's nothing Greek about it. It was just a, I could have said anything. <laughs> I could have said I could have said oh, every night he sits there after a. Failed attempt at masturbation, yeah, and then chokes out a rabbit. Oh, that's a lot worse than dropping a plate. Because <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys their screams before he sleeps. Yeah, that's quite satanic. Now we're not. Yeah. Well, there we go. Mm. Right. So anyway, his book, Positively Happy, has a chapter, chapter eight. Yes, which is twenty-five ways to be positively happy, and I think it's only fair we share it with the audience. Isn't number one, be extremely rich? Well, let's find out Okay. as I read chapter eight, 25 ways to be positively happy. And you just stop me if anything irks you, all okay, right? Okay, Paul, will do. Thank you. Here we go. Well, if you've got this far, you're either curious, contemplating some sort of improvement in your life, or you've opened the book at the back. Uh... <laughs> at this point, I think it's time to pull out some key points and put everything together. I want Terrible. To make it clear can, we, that... can, I, can I just say, What does that sentence read, he definitely hasn't had an editor in, has he? he hasn't At taken this point, two. I think it's time to pull out some key points and put everything together. That would He'd lose it uh, just a minute there, wouldn't he? Why? Repetition word point. Yeah, but that is not what he's doing. No but, one writes a book but with it's... the rules of just a fucking minute in their head. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, though. It's badly written. You should use. You shouldn't use point, and especially you shouldn't use the same word in two different ways in one sentence. That's really bad. Do you know what I mean? 
At this point. Moving on. At this point. He doesn't need to say at this point. He could just say now. He could say now, couldn't he? Read that sentence. Mate, if you go and, and pick re- every single no, thread on just this, read we the are going sentence. to be reading this book for fucking ever. Read the sentence and replace at this point, which is at the beginning, with the word now, please. Now, I think it's time to pull out some key points and put everything together. Beautiful. <sighs> I don't think it makes a difference. I want to make it clear that the things I suggest work for me, but none of this is prescriptive. I don't <sighs> think you have to do everything at once. Your journey to becoming positively happy is a lifetime one. And there'll be lots of fine-tuning on the way. Uh, I can't disagree me. with that. A fucking what? It's a lifetime one. So he sells you the book saying you'll make you happy. And then it's like, it will take your whole lifetime. So what? I'm fucking content after, just before I fucking die. No, he's saying that there's no such thing as complete fucking resolution of who you are as a person. There's always change. Are you defending? You're defending Noel to me. You, you, you're saying that, that that's good. This is good. Okay. You're I'm just to... saying, if you pull apart everything he says, then you're weakening overall your overall arguments against Noel because then it seems petty. I'm trying to give a bit of balance okay. so that the things that do hit, hit hard. All right, go ahead. Sorry. He continues. I've been honest in this book because I think being honest with yourself is absolutely <laughs> vital if you're going to be more positive. Yeah. You also have to believe you have the right to happiness. You cannot and will not do so without this belief. That's a sentence I don't like. No, it's terrible. Terribly written. As I said at the beginning, my own belief, that which enforces my practical actions, lies in the cosmos. But you certainly don't need to believe in the cosmos to understand and follow the concepts in this book. You just need to believe you can do it. Uh... Number one. We're getting into it. All right. What does he mean by the cosmos? The cosmos is... is... The cosmos. There's no. The belief. cosmos is ignorant to Noel Edmonds. That's what the cosmos is. The cosmos doesn't go. Oh, what's Edmonds up to? <laughs> yeah, the cosmos doesn't do anything, does it? No, no. He's Same. he's he's an existential blip on the windscreen. It's confusing. Of the car universe. It's confusing, Paul, because he says if you don't have to believe in the cosmos, but if you buy the cosmos in its general meaning, just means the universe out there, and everyone believes that that exists, don't they? So. Do you know what I mean? It's just, ah, oh, go on, hit me with it. Number one, create opportunities and luck will follow. In order for things to happen to you, you have to send the right signals to the cosmos, to other people and yourself. You can't just sit on your bum and wait for positive things to happen. You have to show that you're worthy of them. People who succeed actively set out to create opportunities. They don't always know exactly what they want, but don't let that stop them. They just keep trying until they find it. I agree with Noel. Oh God, I hate Noel. I hate I no. agree with no. Why? Because he's, it's true. Opportunities don't just come because you think you're good enough to get them. Yes, that's, that's true. That's your perspective, Eli. That's how you no, think no, the world works. No, no, that's not how I think. No, Paul. It is. No, Paul, you're correct. Yes. And Here's that is how all, you think. That's... I'm Eli. I went to a special school. I'm a special <laughs> boy. And things will happen to me. I'll just wait. All right, so it's not about Noel. It's about me. My, yeah. my so... So-called privilege. Bullshit. <laughs> special boy. Oh, no, I think I'm a special boy. Eli now, pa- thinks he's a special boy. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I agree. Yes, that is... you. Uh, obviously, you've got to um, get opportunities, work hard to make opportunities. Absolutely. But he's saying it, it's deceitful, what he's saying, because he's saying, on one hand, you just have to ask the cosmos to give you things. But then on the other he's hand... He's not saying ask the cosmos. He is. He is. 
He's saying you got. He be- says send the right signals to the cosmos. What he's saying yeah, is, yeah, which is asking out there as a productive doer. You believe in the cosmos? His cosmos, then. You believe in the Edmunds cosmos? I'm not. I don't believe in the cosmos bullshit, but I believe in the. If you go and make your own opportunities, they will come. But that's what I'm saying. He muddies this whole that whole point, which is true, but is also very trite and is in any number of self help books. But he's sort of well. We're he's, eleven minutes in, we've and well, one point down. We've well, this is going to go on forever. He's welded the cosmos onto that. It's like work your ass off and make opportunities, and then the cosmos will give you an opportunity. No, no the I, cosmos won't give you anything it, back. It fucking he's does. Saying, he's saying it. Well, that's what it gives. It gives you it back. It's what he's fucking saying. Give me point number two. Number two, focus on yourself. You have an obligation to make yourself. You have an obligation to yourself to make your life the best, most productive life you can. I'll produce. Self-focus is the key. It's not about nasal gazing or being introspective. Oh yeah. Nor is it about being selfish. It's recognizing your right to think about yourself and your needs. Yes. In this way, you will attract opportunity. Well, Paul, I do focus on myself. Sometimes twice a yeah, day. Yeah, you do. Sometimes twice a day, and I'm very productive when I focus on myself. Yeah. So what you're saying is, uh, you think about yourself to masturbate. Is that that's weird, isn't it? No. Do you think about yourself. No. And Josh it. No, I. Fo- uh, I focus on myself. A special boy. <laughs> special boy. <laughs> you. No, what you do? You stare in the mirror, wanking, saying out loud, "I'm a special boy." <laughs> no, is that what you do? No, I never said I did. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm quoting you verbatim. What I was, I'm a special boy. What I was trying to say is when I focus on my on myself, as in focus on a certain aspect of my anatomy, yeah. I'm very productive. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time you are. Yeah. That's true. The most productive you are is when you pump out some hot bollock oyster sauce <laughs> on your tum-tum. It doesn't go in my tum-tum. It goes, <laughs> it goes way. It goes far and wide. Anyway. Right, here we go. Point, point three. Have a vision, a passion, an overwhelming desire. Vision is essential when you are seeking to convert positive thought into success. I cannot think of one significant thing that has happened in my life without first having a vision of what I wanted. I... Having a vision of... It's not just daydreaming. It's a clear mental picture of what you want and say, that's me, that's where I'm going. If you don't believe you can do it, no one else will. You have to be the one with the vision and you have to have the power to bring it to life. With opportunity comes confidence and success, which breeds greater success. And thus, the cycle continues. I hate his smug mouth. Uh, Can I just say that? I hate this. It's such trite. Every... Do you not have desires then, Eli? Is that what you're saying? I've got desires. I've got, yeah. Nah. But again, it's it's stuff that is... Your desires should be to live in a room that isn't caked in sauce. It's not caked in sauce. There was a little incident with the... Uh, after the sauce report was just trying to spark the set, as it were, um, mm. there was a bit of a spillage and I had to use a, a oyster card squeegee to... Uh, it comes off a treat. I was like manipulating, right angle manipulating the sauce with the edge, beveled edge of an oyster card. Right, well, I'm just going to What was that on. last one? Visualize. You think that's good as well then, do you? Have a vision. Did you have a vision when you started this podcast? Did you fuck? Yeah. No, you... My vision was to make a podcast where weekly I'm debased by a troglodyte <laughs> halfwit. <laughs> and I achieved that dream. With fucking distinction. <laughs> okay, mate. Sorry. Jesus. All right. Number four. Make space for your dreams. You have to make space for what you want and show yourself and others that you are serious. If you don't ask, you don't get. In order to ask for something, you have to positively make room for it in your life. 
No matter what other responsibilities you have, the one to yourself is just as important as any of them. Like, for instance, when Noel's responsibility is to make a health and safety check during uh, a live <laughs> show being executive yeah, producer. Yeah. But he thought about himself. No. So that worked. He totally thought. He had a vision of a lawsuit, didn't he? Any problems with that? No, moving on. Point five. Let go of self-imposed limitations. Many of the limitations are a result of our upbringing and get reinforced by family and friends. So they can be pretty tough to leave behind. Changing our behaviour means undoing those years of conditioning and altering our views about what we can do. It means liberating ourselves from our past, ultimately becoming more comfortable with who we are. Again, just sort of trite, meaningless gumph. Psychobabble, Paul. It's psychobabble. I don't know. You grew up thinking you were a special child. No, I didn't. So, I did not yeah, you think. Did. I did not grow up thinking I was a special child, Paul. You I was did. very. I think you, if think you, you were must gifted. know. No, I didn't. If you must know. But all know, you're gifted with is crusty bedsheets. <laughs> <laughs> if you must know, I had a trouble. Where's all that Steiner school going gone to? Where's all that education gone to? I got expelled in your mucky I neck. I got expelled <laughs> from the Steiner school. Yeah. Yeah, because you because you kept wanting to sit at a table with edges. <sighs> You're a cunt, you are. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are, you are. Point six. Right. Memorise this. So he wants you to memorise this statement. Yeah, I will. Here we go. Mm. Here it is. Quote, hang on. I'm a special person. Hang on, I'm, I'm a special person. I'm allowed to be happy at what I do. I'm allowed to be happy at what I do. I'm allowed to consider my own happiness. I'm allowed to consider my own happiness. As well as the... As well as as those... Those as well as those people around me. As well as those people around me. And I'm allowed me. to do all this without any feeling of guilt. And I'm allowed to do all of this without any feeling of guilt. And that's exactly what a psychopath says, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I want to do all the things and I want to do them guilt free. Yeah. I'm allowed. Right, question seven. Not question seven, point seven. Don't depend on others for approval. Sure, it's great if others happen to give their approval, but don't go around from person to person looking for it like a little kid on Halloween. Kids don't look for positive reinforcement on Halloween. No, they, they look sweets. for sweets. But that's the metaphor, yeah. isn't it? It's not a very good one. Perhaps it would be better if they did look for positive reinforcement on Halloween. Yeah, maybe. Instead of going trick or uh, treat, they'd say compliment or insult. And you go, insult, you fucking little shit. <laughs> I'd love that. That would be great. <laughs> little kid comes to my door. Compliments or insult? Uh, you look like an inbred monster, you fucking half-wit no, child. It, but Fuck no, off. But then, uh, yeah, but you you get a compliment from the kid, don't you? Or you get to insult them. Or they get to insult you. Oh, they get to insult. Oh, then I'll ask for a compliment. Okay. You're very nice, mister. All right. Do you want to come in? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just to watch some telly? <laughs> no, I'm going. Well, thanks for popping by. Thanks for the compliment. That's all right. Now, Mr. Gannon. Creepy Mr. Gannon in number 32. <laughs> right, here we go. Number eight. Live the life you're living now. It's the one that matters. What if I'm dead? Well, no. <laughs> well, no, that's not life then, is it? You twat. Live the life you're living now. What if I'm dead? Yeah, good point, Mr. Silverman. No, what if I'm deathly ill? One of the great thinkers of this country, aren't you? Well, I'm a very... Paul, I'll have you know, I'm a very special boy. Oh, he's a special boy. Everyone's always told me that. And I tell myself, when I focus on myself and I produce gallons, gallons of spunk, I've got it all stored. No, you don't. I've got gallons... The sponsor, you know what? <laughs> what? Considering you used to collect snot as a kid, you collecting jars of your own spoffage wouldn't surprise me. I call it Galleon's Reach. Why? 
Is it so I can get confused when I'm looking for it in Brighton? <laughs> Paul. Paul. Yeah. And now that... Just... Sorry, I do want to hear Edmunds' last two um, tips, but... Mate, no, there's not two. There's another, tw- like, 15. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So I go... I tell you what, how about I just go for the titles at this point, and you tell me if you want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Right? Okay. Come on, what's Edmunds' next fucking trite? Piffle paffle. Right, so point nine is called Think Like a Strong Person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the first sentence. There, I've labelled you, so now you're stuck with it. Oh, fuck off, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are no strong or weak people, just people who see things stronger and in a different way. I disagree. You can't. Now, go on, next. What's the next one? Fuck that. Make someone's life, someone else's life, happier yeah fair enough do you do that do you do that eli yes. do you give joy to someone else of course i do who uh people who come into contact with me like anyone your drug dealing friends your gambling buddies oh fuck the off you owe Stop. money to <laughs> <laughs> misrepresenting me Fuck off. The fall of the lonely... No, the fall of the special boy. <laughs> that should be your... Shut up. Uh, What's the next one? People who consider others and engage with them are more likely to live happier lives oh, themselves. Oh, fuck off, Noel. Fuck off, Noel. The recipient of spontaneity will become a donor. What if that spontaneous... That positive spontaneity is some kind of fucking quip on the radio, like you're expert at? It's like that's what he thinks when he says his smug little half-jokes. That he's helping people. Do you know what I mean? That he's like right. being nice. You're not being nice. You're being smug. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this book should have been called Noel Edmonds, Positively Smug. Yeah, it would be much more descriptive, wouldn't it? I mean, come on. Number 11, be a positive force in your community. Do you think uh, Noel Edmonds was a positive force in the community he brought Grinkley Bottom to? Yeah. The dead-on-its-feet theme park. He must have been, and he must be such a huge community member at the fucking country club and his, his golf course or whatever, where he, he spaffs over the waitress's dress and pays her an extra tenner and then goes, put some of that in the cream and mushroom soup. I want to see my golf enemies drink my spaff out of mushroom soup. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, fair enough. You're, yeah. you're probably right. It is community. Um, Fucking fuck off. Oh, there's Noel Edmonds. He's off down the tea shop to spunk in more <laughs> milk bottles. <laughs> Edmonds. <laughs> oh, dear. There's a really good video online. Uh, Expedition Theme Park does a kind of breakdown of Crinkley Bottom and how it was built. Oh, really? And basically, he went into a really nice country park kind of, you know, estate and went, I'm going to build garish, cheap, pink, blobby-esque, ugly-looking fake town. Like those old uh, fairs that used to come to town in the summer, and we like those yeah. kind of, the ghost houses in those were so grody. Number twelve, be grateful for what you have already. Uh, do you see, <sighs> your loved ones might already know you love them, but just to make sure, why not tell them? Hmm. Never take them for granted. It says, remind yourself how grateful you are for everything you have. Yeah. Write it down on a piece of paper and put it next to your bed and read it every night. I don't want to read how grateful I am every night. Eli, do you reckon that means every night Noel Edmonds goes to bed and writes on a piece of paper, helicopter, house, <laughs> wife, taxi, yeah. fake wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd's Bank, Sticking no. Sticking it to Lloyd's Bank. <laughs> yeah. Now, Paul, um, again, this is... Feeling gratitude and being grateful for things is extremely good for your mental health. But this is a this is a, an accepted fact. I know, you know what I mean? Why am I paying Noel for this? 
you know, I mean, he's repackaging, yeah. isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Things but that so are much quite of the, yeah. common. Yes, that's what I mean. And so much of the whole genre of self-help is this stuff, you know, which is... Well, I that's mean, the problem, yeah. isn't it? It's basically, I'm not disagreeing particularly with anything he's saying. What I'm usually disagreeing with is how he frames it in regards to his own success. Yes. And it seems... As if he discovered it yeah. and proved its point. And as if he wasn't... What he calls luck he believes came to him because he asked the cosmos or he sent a message to the cosmos. I reckon cosmos is the name of some fucking 18-year-old boy prostitute. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, every night I fucking pray to the cosmos. I'm sending signals. I'm sending positive signals all over cosmos. <laughs> oh, spunk signals. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, we got it. That, that, that was the idea, yeah. Was it? Wow, right. Okay, what else? Come on, read it Point 13. Do talk to strangers. The world is no less or more evil than it has ever been. The majority of people are decent and good and not out to get you. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Don't let your fears or inadequacies keep you from connecting with the world. I tell you where some people are sort of not definitely 100% friendly was the local park where I went the other day and it was stuffed with crackheads. But Noel says you should speak to them. Well, they just... Asked me for cigarettes. That's all they did. I did speak to them. Yeah? Yeah. And walked, Was they, it a positive experience? It wasn't. It was quite frightening in a strange <laughs> way. <laughs> well, there you go, Noel. Yeah. We can't speak to all strangers. Uh, next. Don't compare yourselves to others. Again, the most basic kind of um, thing you'd say to someone who has anxiety or depression. The most basic yeah. thing is you'd say that. Do you know what I mean? Which is yeah. true. Except and it is you true. Are, is liberating, he says. Next. Fifteen. Except there is no perfect life. I mean, yeah. 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 Who, 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 who can you say ever lived a perfect life? Like you'd put it on a wall and say, "All right, everyone, this is an example of a perfect life." This is there, there is no Harry. Example. Harry from from Felixstowe. Is that the perfect life for you, Paul? Yeah. Paul. La- Harry and Felixstowe. He had what's a his wife, name? What's his ki- name? Har- Harry or Larry? Is it Harry or Larry? And what's Mister Inchman's name? Paul? Larry. It's Larry, isn't it? What did you write on the fucking thing when you put the podcast up? Jerry. I don't care. Jerry. You said Jerry. He's not Jerry Inchman. He's Larry Inchman. Jerry Inchman is his cousin. (laughs) Oh, yeah? What does he sound like? (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it is, actually. You put me on the spot. Actually, the the thing about Jerry is he's a bit of a subversive. He goes up to you and goes, one full metre. Oh, really? One full (laughs) metre. Okay, why is Can he I give it? you a meter, sir? Meters? <laughs> <laughs> right. One full meters. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. 16. Don't expect too much of money. Mm, that's very deep. Thanks, Noel. Yeah. Money is money. Great. It is not compensation for anything else. No amount of it can bring you emotional happiness. Money is nice to have, but it should not be the sole reason you strive to achieve. It's all very well for you to say that, isn't it, Noel? When you're a millionaire by your mid-twenties. Yeah, and that's, again, another thing that they've um, looked at. And you do, you get my, your, your happiness or contentness does increase with money, but only up to a certain level. So that level, where it stops increasing with more of it, is way behind Noel. Do you know what I mean? Is way, yeah. way behind. So it, it, it's like, you know, it's all very well for you to say that. I think the most telling sentence, though, is where it says no amount of it can ever bring you emotional happiness. Yeah. If anyone's going to know, it is going to be yeah. Noel. It's going to be Noel. But I, I mean, I didn't need him to tell me that. I knew that. Number 17, be proud of what you've done so far. This is a short one. 
I know this is the UK and we're not supposed to shout it from the rooftops, but you are entitled to be proud of what you've achieved. Remember that you're comparing you with you. That's not boasting. Well, here's the thing. I think he wants to be the best thing in the UK at what he does, right? But I also think he resents the UK because the UK thinks the best thing he can do is shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's so a, there was a little dig. Resentful. There was a whole dig at the UK for being unboastful. There, isn't it? It's, he doesn't well, like. You know, he tried. He tried to break into America, didn't he? And he had all those chat show things. Oh, really? When in the eighties? No, it was mid nineties. I think okay. it was. Right. I'll put a link to the video on our website. So uh, if you go to the web page for this episode, there'll be a video for uh, that pilot that Noel Edmonds shot. It's on YouTube, but I'll put it on a web page. I'd be interested to see that. You wouldn't. It's a- absolutely <laughs> awkward gash where most of the thing is him talking to the audience and they're American and they don't understand his humour and don't understand his accent. Yeah. And his humour so is it- not very strong anyway, is it? I mean, If you want to watch an hour or 90 minutes of Noel Edmonds uh, laughing to himself nervously, then go for it. <laughs> Next, play to your strengths. Yes, obviously. Oh. All right. Number 19. Remember, you're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah, life that. is short, and for me, there is reason enough not to allow a negativity to dominate it. Negative moments are a part of life, but dwelling on them need not be. Unless they're overwhelming your mind. Yeah. There are people who simply cannot and will not think positively, no matter what happens in their life. These people are no good for you. They'll not only suffocate your ideas, they'll suffocate you. Remove them, and life will improve. They'll suffocate me, so they're murderers as well. He's very... His metaphors get all all muddied, don't they? That sounds, that sounds like the comment someone who's got an ex-wife says. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Margaret fucking suffocated all my great yeah. ideas. Terrible. Uh, use criticism constructively, not destructively. <sighs> Which is fine, because, you know, criticism can be good if it's offered in a productive sense. But if someone writes, I don't know... On a, on, a, on a comment page on YouTube, oh, look, there's that Giacomo nonce. Sometimes <laughs> it's really hard to... Uh, I wonder who wrote to let, that. To roll over on that one. Yeah. All those comments that say things like, I don't know, Paul's technical incompetence ruined this stream. Thank God for Eli's Snapple bottle nuzzleage and yeah. fucking <laughs> Keith worship yeah, that mate. saved the stream. Well, you know, you just got to know where, where your Keith is buttered. And I'll tell you where Keith is buttered, Paul. On its witch hole. <laughs> I've got you trained. i got you down. No, you haven't got me trained. You've got me beaten into submission. <laughs> He's buttered on his witch hole. <laughs> Next. 21. Accept that you can't be liked by everyone. Or, in Eli's case, anyone. Oh, fucking shut up. Don't fight their negativity with your own. That's yeah. fair enough. 22. Make f- I-, I did this one. Number 22. Yeah. Make friends with your lows. People who cope with negative feelings don't treat them as something alien. They recognise that lows are just as significant as highs. So they relax and don't waste their energy fighting them. Again, it's just normal sort of advice you could find in any book of this sort, really. It's, 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 there's nothing new. No. 23. Seek out new points of view. If you want to learn how to bring change in your own life, you need to develop flexibility by looking at a situation from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Like the perspective of someone who doesn't understand medicine, who tells you this box can cure cancer. Like that perspective or something like that. Can't. 
This is when he's getting to the end of the list and he's like, I've kind of said this shit a couple yeah. of times already. He'd How probably, do I fucking... He probably got someone else to do it, didn't he? He asked yeah. Cosmos. He asked Cosmos and Cosmos came round, joshed him off, gave him a blowy <laughs> and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then finished the list for him. Oh, oh, Cosmos, you write, you write me buckle pretty. Oh, <laughs> you make my words work. 23, 24, here we go. Don't be afraid of change. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I agree with that. Blah, 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 blah. You have to speculate to accumulate. Yeah, obviously. Blah. And finally, believe that you can be positively happy. And then he just says, all the things I just mentioned, you should think about. I hope that by reading this book, you can, at the very least... Get to the point where you believe you can have the power to redirect your life and become a happier person. And then here's the very last paragraph of the book. So let's see how Noel goes out, all right? Okay. Well, that's just about it. You now know a little bit more about me and a whole lot more about positivity. So there remains just one all-important question. What are you going to do now? Close the cover and hurl the book into the nearest waste bin? Use it to prop up that dodgy coffee table? Or keep it close to you and regularly refer to the little tips sprinkled through its pages. I really hope it's the latter. (laughs) I'd like to leave you with this simple observation on life that consistently worked for me. The challenges we face every day do not make us who we are, but they reveal who we are. Oh, and never forget that you have a fundamental right to love and to be loved, to be successful and to be happy. No Ledmans. Oh, God, how many trite little truisms can he stuff into the last sentence? Fucking hell. Well, no, the all-important question, what am I going to do with this book? The answer is... Spoff all over it! During the lockdown, uh, if we can't get a shop delivery in, this will be appearing between the cheeks of my arse. <laughs> yeah. Going I right will be up. spreading my brown positivity <laughs> all over Noel's helpful words. That is t- is terrible, but, you know... It's he could have had that ghost written by someone. In fact, he probably did. Or maybe I can find like a picture from like um, a website of like you know body discoveries and put a pit photograph in the middle of it. And on the back, write, "This book worked for me," and give it back to a charity shop. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you, Noel. I think we've all learned a little bit there, and maybe we can all go into the world a little bit more positive and a little bit more like Noel Edmonds. Yes, I certainly will be strutting around thinking. Oh, the cosmos is coming. Oh, the cosmos. Cosmic ways to change your life. And I'll tell you what, to end on, I'll read you some reviews from Amazon. This is what Abby wrote. Two stars. Waste of time. Talks about himself the whole way through. Blah, blah, blah. I used to like Noel Oh, wow. He's really losing people. I bet he didn't ask the cosmos for that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, it has got... It does have 58% five-star rating. Okay. And 6% one-star. So let's look at the one-star. Right. Dr. George Sick <laughs> gave it one star. He's a doctor. Uh, Is that his real name? It just says Dr. George yeah, Sick. You'd have to change your name if you're really a doctor called Mr. Sick. Um, your consultant is coming to see you now. Here's Dr. Sick. <laughs> Most of these reviews suggest that the general public no- loves Noel Edmonds. Let's get things clear. Only a tiny fraction of the general public <laughs> like Noel Edmonds. True. The ones who watch his dreadful quiz show because they have nothing better to do with their lives. The rest of us find his smug, tidy bearded <laughs> grin positively toe-curling. Yeah. Here is a man who admits openly in this book that he is of questionable talent and that he only got his big break as a broadcaster because of the infinitely more talented Kenny Everett oh. and annoyed a few people. 
Is that in the book? He is now... Did he get his yeah, break? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mention it directly, but that's kind of true, yeah. Kenny Everett kept on getting fired, so they were hiring people in his wake. Oh, just because Everett kept getting fired? Is that how he got his opportunity? Yeah. Wow. Um, he is now back on our screens and has the monumental arrogance to attribute this somehow to cosmic forces. His cavalier attitude to health and safety got a member of the public killed on one of his shows, and his dreadful crinkly bottom theme park destroyed the entire seaside resort of Morecambe. Wow. Is this really something we should be going for in terms of advice? Well, it's your money, and the more suckers who buy this, the more positively happy Noel Edmonds is likely to be. I'm not sure I can say the same for its readers. And then one last That's one. That's a good review. <laughs> one last one from Dr. R. Wally. Why is he a doctor? What's he called R. Wally for? Sorry, no, that's, no, Mr. R. Wally. I just, I don't know why I said doctor. <laughs> uh, Mr. R. Wally writes, I cosmically ordered a bucket of Kentucky Fried Swan last Thursday and nothing was delivered. I reckon a phone call is your best bet for ordering stuff and you can use this book for throwing at cats. Yeah, exactly. It's the way he tries to put a whole sort of that whole sort of bullshit um, thing about synchronicity or asking the universe. That whole aspect it, it puts me off even more because it's it's just bullshit, isn't it? It's just a, yeah. It's uh, what confirmation bias, isn't it? You go, oh, I asked, yeah, I asked for some money, and then I got some money. It's like those mediums, isn't it? You know, fake yeah. mediums. It's, the it's same just thing. It's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So there you go. Right. Hopefully you've learned something today, and I think it's time to wrap this yes, show up. Let's do that. No watch is over. Fuck off, Noel. What a packed show it was. We're going to actually have to push back the Gannon's Golden Games till next week. So oh. next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be finding out if Eli Silverman is smarter than a 10-year-old. Okay, I'm looking forward to that, Paul. And just like just to clear it up, Paul... Just to clear this up, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Larry, Larry Inchman, because I just, I, I just want to get him off my back. Okay, so you know, if you could refer to him in the printed material, because he's got a whole business thing. He doesn't want you know the the tax people looking into it. He's he's Larry, Larry Inchman. Yeah, I'm not asking. I mean, he'll he'll just he'll barge in here. I've had yeah, I've had him come down here. He's come to the house of pickles. He hasn't got the visa to get in. You know, but I've had to send him away. So, just, just Larry Inchman is becoming my most hated invention of yours. Okay, Can I just put that on the record. <laughs> he adds nothing. He does nothing. He does. He comes on and just says the word inch loudly, which affects my like ear when I'm editing because I have to then take all that loud audio all right. and reduce it so it's palatable for people who. Put up with your fucking special boy. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not a special boy. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, you admit it. I'm You're not, not a special, special boy. boy. You're like all of us. Yes. A pleb. Yes. Okay, just wanted to mention that. Thanks, Paul. Go get, get on with the end. Yeah. Right, it's the end of a show. We'll play Are You Smarter Than a 10-Year-Old next week. So that's good. Something to look forward to. But let's just say goodbye by giving you the admin you need to get in touch with us. Email thecheapshow at gmail.com. The website www.thecheapshow.co.uk Every episode has a page for it so you can check out images and sometimes videos that accompany these episodes. Are you going to uh, leave... Have you got photos website, of these sources? Yes, there will be. Will there? Take some anyway and send them to me. All right. I don't... I can't because there was that accident and it's all gone... It's all... It's all right, it's, great. It's Lovely a, there's a stuff. S- right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Right. Moving on. I forgot my point now. Oh, you twat! <laughs> Patreon. We love them. 
No, I was getting to another point. .co.uk. Website, yeah. The website has a link to the voting, which is ongoing for the Cheap Show Awards. It has a link to the Unbound project I'm doing. It has a link to Events Magazine. You're in vision. Issue. You're in a vision. You're a nation vision. You're a nation. And it's got a link to Tony's art merch page on Redbubble. So it's a one-stop shop for all the stuff there. Yes, patreon.com forward slash cheap show if you want to help support this in any small or large financial magazine. capacity. Magazine, number 10 magazine. And you'll get the magazine and podcasts and videos and bits and bobs as and when they come. What else? Your Envision. We've had a few in- entries in. I've not replied to the emails yet because I just want to leave them virginal until we can tackle them on the show. Virginal. But if you have a one minute. Vaginal. A one minute to 90 second. <laughs> vaginal. Song you'd like to enter into. Regina Fatata. Is she going to be the judge? It will be will she... fucking good. That's it. I'm done. Bye. Right, bye. I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Bye. Bye. It's Eli Snoid. E L I S N O I D. Bye, everyone. Oh, that honey mustard's very good, though. Very yeah. good. Okay, yeah. Well, nice. there's, there's a bright golden thing. If you like, if you do like salad cream, it's worth it. So, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm exporting this. <laughs> now, oh, God, I've dropped the sauce on the floor. <clears throat> oh, fucking hell. Oh, I've literally dropped sauce on my arm. Oh, God. Oh, the sauce is going on the bed! Fuck! Oh, mate, I'm going to have to squeegee that off with his credit card. You live in filth. <laughs> Fuck off. I do not... Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's not even a nice sauce. God, those Pizza Hut ones are fucking terrible. Oh, sauce all over my bed. Oh, it's grim. Oh, it's grotty. Uh, Paul, I'm just going to... Sort yourself out for a bit, yeah. Yeah, one, I literally one. All right. One minute. Yeah, hang on. Oh! Oh! Oh, I was just slurping me coffee.